Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind podcast, podcast, brought to you brought by to you the Hockey, Hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Now here's now your host, host, Neil Villapiano! Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, old customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern and update for Pacific times as well to see what prop bet will be boosted. And the player that excites me the most in this game, honestly, is running back Isaiah Pacheco. And you know, with Patrick Mahomes still not going to be 100% for Super Bowl 57, you wonder how much Andy Reid and the Chiefs offense is going to want to rely on their rookie running back out of Rutgers and the damage that he can bring and the excitement that he can bring. And I feel like he's going to be a major X factor in this game. And there are so many other picks that you can make. It's so many other super boosts that DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts have to offer. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Devils fans, we have a very special guest joining us here on this edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. I've been trying to get this guy on here for freaking weeks, and he finally is able to come on. And if you're on Instagram, you know him pretty well. He has certainly gotten himself very popular in his first season of doing a fan page. It is with great pleasure that we welcome on the man behind Devils Fanatics, Mr. Justin Brady. Justin, welcome to the Devil State of Mind podcast. How are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. I've been trying to get on here for a while now. I'm super pumped um, to just talk Devils hockey with you, man. It's What can I say? It's so exciting right now watching this team, so I'm excited to get started. Well, we are excited to have you on the podcast. A lot of my listeners are certainly uh, excited to you are on the on this episode today. And I want to talk really quickly first about last night's win against the Vancouver Canucks. You and I were both in attendance, not too far away from each other. I think like yeah. one row yeah. uh, from each other. So, and I got the chance. I, I accomplished a goal of mine to get on one of your end of the game posts. Yeah, That was not by design. I just happened to see you actually recording and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way to get on really quickly. So yeah, there's that. So um, yeah, let's talk about last night's game really quickly because I usually recap these games and there's only one between now and this episode. And that was last night's five to four win in overtime against the Vancouver Canucks. Shouldn't have gone to overtime after being up four to one. Uh, but Justin, take me really quickly through your thoughts of last night's game. 
Um, so I look at it like this. I mean, the Devils hadn't played a game in 10 days, right? Right. So, you know what? I'm not going to expect, like, anything crazy out of them. Like, you know what? They're going to be rusty. It happens. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the three goals they scored in that 50 seconds, though, that was just amazing. I've never seen anything like that, at least in person or even just in general. Like, that was just incredible. Neither have I. Um, but I feel like other than those 50 seconds, the Devils really played sloppy. They did not play responsible in their own zone. Um, I don't know. I just – I didn't, I don't, lately, I, I feel like they have been lackluster defensively, in my mm-hmm. opinion, and, like, they've had to rely on their goaltending, Vitek, like, I, I mean, I still think he played solid last night, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, I, I really think, like, obviously now, like, they're producing offensively consistently, it seems like, so that's great to see, but I would, I would like to see to be more responsible defensively, because, like, I'm looking at it like this, When's the last time the Devils actually dominated a team? And I think of that. And it's like the last time that happened was against like the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. That was a month ago. So, and it seems like all these games are going to overtime. And it's just like, ah, my heart can't take this. I know. (laughs) But they win every time in overtime. So, I mean, like, it's great. They're getting the two points. They're getting wins. So, I mean, to come back after 10 days and to win that game, look, I'm I'm happy, man. I've said it before, you know, win is a win, no matter how way, no yeah. matter how you find a way to get it. And uh, we just had CJ Totora on here last week, and he actually put this tweet out last night saying that the Devils this year have found almost every possible way imaginable to win a hockey game, and that they have the it factor, and they've proven it. And I do agree with what you're saying, Justin, about overall performance last night. Lindy Ruff mentioned it that, quite frankly, we were lucky to win that game. Uh, we played very sloppy especially when we went up four to one after those three goals in you know 40 30 seconds or whatever the heck it was it felt I I couldn't keep up with it on social media I I literally I gave up because I was just (laughs) like I cannot keep up we're scoring too quickly I am done I will just give you a quick recap of it all but yeah I mean the the turning point for me was it was four to one and we got to the power play and didn't do anything And then we played back and the Canucks kept coming and they were able to find some goals and ultimately early in the third tied the game up. And I'm sitting there like, are we really about to blow a three goal lead and lose to the Vancouver Canucks as a way to start off after the all-star break? But fortunately they were able to still find a way to win with Jesper Bratt getting himself the GWG in overtime, beautiful feed from Jack Hughes, who I don't know if you saw Justin on the play, he kind of faked the shot by not really looking like he was shooting. He kind of used his shoulders and yeah. kind of got the Canucks players to flinch for a second and left, left Brad open on that right side where he was able to beat uh, Dalia to obviously win the game. But I don't know if you would agree, Justin, that the two chants that really stood out in that game was not only the Bruce, there it is, once we were up by a couple of goals, <laughs> but the yeah. massive, and I mean massive MVP chance for Jack Hughes in, in both goals that he scored and just his overall play, just talk to me quickly about the atmosphere from that game. Cause from my perspective, that was the most electric I'd heard the, I had heard the fan base in a long time. And I've gone to a lot of games, even this year. Yeah. I mean, myself, I was able to start MVP chant after they, <laughs> after, after I think he scored his second goal, um, which was pretty cool. And then it was like echoing through the stadium. And my friends were like looking at me like, oh my God, this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. Um, I mean, the guy deserves it. I mean, he puts the team on his back so many times this season. And you could say he did it tonight. Last night, three points for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, 
the guy deserves it right now. He's playing at an MVP level. Unfortunately, there's this guy named Connor, Connor McDavid. But honestly, you know yeah. what? I'm, I, I look at the MVP and people think about, oh, who has the most points? It's really who's the most valuable player to their team mm-hmm. success. So obviously McDavid is a big factor to the Oilers' success. Yep. But you could say Jack Hughes is just as big as according no um, to the Devils' success this season. No so, I mean, he's been awesome. Um, I And I'm like looking at Jack. I, I know like a lot of people have been talking about it. I never seen him as – I never thought he was going to be a goal scorer. I always mm. thought of him to be like a guy, okay, you know what? Maybe he could put up 30 goals in a season, have like 60 assists or something like that. Right. Maybe. But he's on pace for 57 goals right now. Like, where the hell did that come from? That came out of left field. Um, the guy is truly I, – I, I just posted something about a couple hours ago. He has 17 goals in his last 15 games. I, I, what the heck? I never thought I would even make that post. Right. That's the same thing. So the guy deserves MVP chance. He's been incredible. He's, he's truly a, like a mega superstar now in the NHL. He has been unreal. And at the time of this recording, Jack Hughes – is all alone in third place in the NHL in goals with 35. He is three behind David Postock, who is 38. And he's only six behind Connor McDavid, as you as uh, the guy you were just mentioning. So, yeah, I mean, points-wise, obviously McDavid is in a league of his own. But Jack Hughes is kind of creating a league of his own as well with the way that he's playing, the consistency that he's there, and ultimately being the main driving force for this team winning these games and constantly racking up the points. And so it's like Taylor Hall in a way because Taylor Hall didn't have the most points or the most goals because McDavid had a great year even that year, but they gave it to Taylor Hall because of what he was able to do in just basically carrying the Devils to that playoff uh, spot in 17-18. It's very similar in ways the way Jack Hughes has been playing. And you know that he had that extra motivation playing against Quinn and the amount of success he's had against Quinn and the Vancouver Canucks. And last night was uh, was certainly no different. So overall, a win that the Devils, again, really didn't deserve to win, but they found a way to get it done regardless and continue their uh, their really, really big push. So that is definitely what we like to see. But now that we've kind of gotten that, that out of the way, one of the things that I really wanted to get to, to know about you, Justin, is this. You've obviously only been doing the, the, the fan page for a couple of months, and you kind of came out of nowhere. I know that for a fact. Yeah. And I wanted to know, like, what, what was your reasoning behind starting this fan page and, like, how popular it's gotten in just a couple of months? So, I mean, I, I not many people know this about me. You, you probably won't like it, but I used to have a Patriots page um that's uh, uh, that's definitely that's definitely for sure you could see the fact that he wears a patriots hat (laughs) almost every recap yeah so um and then i got to a point where i'm like i kind of lost interest in this and now i'm like gonna looking at like what's truly who's my favorite team who do i have a passion for and i think all right it's the devils you know let me try something i've always thought of doing something but no i'm like i really want to do something with the devils and i'm at a point so right now i'm in college i go to montclair and I'm majoring in sports communication. So I really want to start getting my name out there, my face. Mm-hmm. And also, I've always wanted to create a platform for like people to engage with and like enjoy and stuff like that, enjoy yeah. content. And I mean, I always want to be that person. And I'm not saying like I'm famous or anything like that. But you know what? <laughs> the fact that I, I've been able to create like a, a great following in such a short time. And also, mm-hmm. I have to give thanks to the Devils because like the fact that they're playing this great, like I wouldn't have been able to grow that much. So... 
um but yeah no it's been awesome like you have like i even like yesterday when we when we were talking like we had two people like one person recognize us and it's like pretty cool and i, I whenever i go to games now i always have people recognize me and it's like yeah. it's a good feeling they're like they're like oh i love your content man and it's a great feeling so yeah i always wanted to make content and i'm really hoping one day um i'll be able to like get a job maybe for the devils but just in sports media in general yeah that's my long-term goal I haven't, I haven't told, I haven't told many people this, but um, me and Daniel, Devils that report, um, so soon we're gonna be able to. Um, that's what, what we're being told right now through Montclair. We're gonna be able to go to Devils games for free and like report for Montclair and stuff like oh, that. Interview players and stuff. Nice, like that, very nice. Should be freaking off. It'd be awesome. So, um, I mean, I'm just enjoying the journey right now. You, I mean, you got the best Devils podcast, and I'm just. I, 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 I did, I'm honored to be on here, man. I really appreciate it. Well, that whole story, Justin, really is phenomenal. And what you've been able to do in such a short time is nothing short of tremendous. And I can agree with you with the devils doing so well. It certainly helps our cause when it comes to pushing out content, pushing out podcast episodes like I do and things like that. And uh, also, you know, your graphics are tremendous. You know, the, the stuff you're able to put out really eye-popping catches a lot of people's attention uh certainly jack hughes playing well will will definitely help boost numbers of followers oh, at 100%. least on my end that's my I oh have, yeah no i, I, I i'm have, always trying to put out jack hughes content yeah that's exactly hard. jack hughes content sells like the stocks yeah. are going up for jack hughes i have a post that is almost at nine thousand likes and it was from a month ago mm-hmm. announcing that he was in the all-star game and he, he keeps getting likes i literally am not doing anything at this point to keep it going but you know it kind of works that way but yeah I mean it's it's great to see you at such a young age you know pursuing a you know a you know communications degree Montclair is a great school I've done some things with Montclair they're honestly a phenomenal school the communications is is obviously the main one um you know and I'm glad that uh, you and Daniel from Devil's Die Report are good friends and you guys are both doing great job and I said this to Daniel last night we'll say it here (laughs) He better come on this podcast in the next couple of days because I've been asking him as much as I've asked you to come on here. But yeah, no, it's great. And I'm excited, you know, for the possibility of you guys being part of the media. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you can't say everything that um, you would like to ask these players, but I think it's great that you guys are going to get that opportunity. Um, I also know you guys are doing a little bit of a uh, radio show together, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. breaking the ice i believe is called the name right yeah it's called breaking the ice yeah breaking the ice so make sure if you guys get a chance to check it out i would highly recommend it you do have an instagram uh breaking the ice on instagram so make sure to go check that out and give it a follow if you can but yeah that's phenomenal that's phenomenal justin i'm glad that uh i'm glad that your passion for the devils is coming out in this way it's great and you're doing a phenomenal job and The next thing I wanted to ask you is this, what is overall like the biggest takeaway you can have for the devils, even at this point in the season, we're now into February and we're in the thick of things. I mean, we, we're not even worrying about our, you know, are we going to make the playoffs or anything like that? It's more of a matter of where are we going to finish in terms of seeding and all of the trade rumors that are involved in the devils and big name players. Like what's your overall take of this team? I mean, I'm like looking at this team right now and I just, I'm happy they didn't – they just trusted the process, right? They developed all this young talent, Jackie, mm-hmm. Eco Heacher, Jesper Bratt, and then they went out and got some veterans that could help the team, like Dougie Hamilton, Andre Palat. 
um, Eric Hall, if you want to include him as well. And no, I'm not, I'm not, Eric I'm Hall not thing, counting but, that, but it's yeah, okay. But you know what? Still, I'm still a good defensive player, I would say. Um, but you know what? This is a good, really well-structured team. There, it, it feels like a almost a complete team right now. Mm-hmm. And then they still got guys coming. They got Luke Hughes coming possibly in April, maybe. Who knows? Yep. Got Simon Nemich possibly coming in a uh, year or two. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, they got a lot of, and also uh, Graham Clark, another one. He's Graham Clark. Freaking, he's been lighting it up. Everyone knows on this podcast that he is like, he's my guy. Like I, I have such high hopes for that kid. I'm excited for him. Um, hopefully he's here next year or soon. Um, but I mean, this is such a well-structured team right now. I mean, if they want to get Team Amara, that would be great as well. It would just be the cherry on top of everything. But no one, I I wouldn't say, like, I, I'm not expecting them to win this Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a first-round exit as well. You know what? We're just happy that they're they're on the right path, right? That's mm-hmm. all we wanted. We had no idea that the – like, I don't think anybody would say, oh, the Devils have 33 wins and are in third place in the league in February. I'd be like, no, you're crazy. What are you saying? <laughs> I, I can see the Devils maybe be in the mix, but nothing right. like this. It's amazing. Um, right. And I number one reason, obviously, you could say Jack Hughes, but goaltending. Vitek Vanacek, oh, my God. Goalie, he's our goalie for the future. I mean, yes. and, and and also I want to give credit to Blackwood as well. I mean, I he gets too much slander. I feel like whenever Blackwood's in the net, the Devils always give like 50 shots or something like that. <laughs> That's what it seems like. The guy stands on his head and has been able to win us a few games this season. So I like him as a backup, at least for this season. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this team. No, I'm just happy we're going in the right direction. We don't need to trade for Timo Meyer technically because we're just – this is the first year we're really doing this. So, I mean right. – but if we get Timo Meyer, even better. So, I, I'm just overall just really happy, and I'm just enjoying watching the Devils right now. And I mean, it's a great first year for you, you know, doing the Devils Fanatics page and everything like that, you know, just rocking and rolling. I know, you know, because I've been doing the podcast for a couple of years now and going through the last couple of years and how difficult it was to kind of find the motivation to come on and talk every week. I I get that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's it's such a breath of fresh air to talk about it and just have all that, you know, have so much to talk about and have wins to talk about and things like that. And even looking at last night and how packed it was for a Monday night game against the Canucks, no disrespect to the Canucks, but it wasn't like it wasn't, you know, the the biggest game on the on the calendar. But I think also with the fact it was the first time in two weeks, the Devils were home. It's the first game after the All-Star break. Everyone's just excited. But just seeing that the the Rock almost sell out every night and just people showing up every night just brings so much enjoyment to me. And I want to piggyback uh, piggyback off of what you said before i know for myself i run into people all the time that will you know recognize me and i'm just and i'm just amazed that people even take the time to listen to my episodes and actually recognize me i mean it's it's i i'm in the same very much you know similar path as you are with you know getting my name out there and things like that and obviously with everything that's going on it, it, it certainly helps um and the devils you know again they just surprised us all, pleasantly surprised us. Nobody would have said to, if somebody, like you said, if somebody said to us, we got 33 wins at this point in the year and we're third overall in the NHL, I'd be like, yeah, maybe on NHL 23, but not in real life, <laughs> yeah. you know? It just didn't seem that way when you went into the season. And we, everything just seems to be clicking and going the way that we were. We had been told for years, the future's bright, things are going to eventually click. And the one difference, in my opinion, is the fact that Vitek Vanacek's tremendous 
play in net. And at the time of this recording, he is now on a 10-game winning streak on his own. He has won each of his last 10 games. This is phenomenal what he's been able to do. He's only, I think, like a couple wins away from tying the all-time record for the Devils uh, with, obviously, Marty, because what other goaltender would have a record for this team in a positive light? But, yeah, it's it's been tremendous, and you just hope that, you know, we, we just keep it going. I mean, you just want to keep racking up the wins and keep having success, and you mentioned, you know, potentially a guy like getting a guy like Timo Meyer. I mean, our window is just opening now. So this is not the be on end all. I've said it before that if we don't get Meyer, it's not the be on end all. We have options in other trades, free agency, all this stuff that this team can constantly improve. And so it'll be fascinating to see by the time we reach March 3rd, which I mean, it is coming up. It's less than a month away from the trade deadline. We'll see what the Devils decide to do if they do anything earlier or at the deadline. So we'll keep an eye on that. Another question quickly I had for you, Justin, is this, and I've been asking everybody this recently. What do you think of Lindy Ruff at this point? Do you keep him after this year? Andrew Burnett, if he can lay off the DUIs, you know, is he potentially <laughs> our uh, coach of the future? Like w- overall, how did the devils handle the, the coaching situation moving forward? I mean, why would you change what's working for you right now? I, right, I, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, and obviously I was more the, talking I, about like, you know, after the season, I, I, like no, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, like, I, I would just keep on running with Wendy, like, if until like he's ready to call it quits, you know. I don't like, sure. unless like, the Devils like have like a, a downfall or something like that. Mm-hmm. But and also, you have Andrew Burnett, which is a great option as well. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm really happy with Lindy Ruff. Obviously, like, yeah, I think yeah, you were there probably like, um, the fire Lindy chance, but then like, I was there for that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, a month later, then everyone's saying, sorry, Lindy. So it was pretty cool. Um, I see it come like full circle in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, and also the players believe in him. It seems like the players are really sold on him as a coach yeah. and he's been around in this league for such a long time. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I, I love Lindy rough as our head coach and I wouldn't change anything. Like why would I, I wouldn't change anything as long as it keeps on working out. So. And I think that's a good point. You know, he has definitely earned himself an opportunity to even come back next year with the way everything's going. I'm sure the Devils will obviously make these decisions when the season comes to an end, whenever that might be. Lindy Ruff may just decide to retire on his own right and we kind of make it a seamless transition. You know, what we'll see. Right now, obviously, we're focusing on the season, but I know a lot of people have kind of, you know, it's it's a very interesting question at this point when it comes to the the uh, the future of Lindy Ruff as the Devils coach. So we will see how things progress here. Justin, it is it was such a pleasure to have you on the Devil State of My podcast today, man. Like you are an absolute trooper. You're a beauty. You're doing a great job with the uh with the Thank fan you, page. I'm a big fan of yours. By the way, Devil Central and Jay wanted me to uh shout shout you out and say hi. They wanted to yeah. uh mention that because I told them that I was uh interviewing you today. Uh <laughs> definitely we're all big fans of you, but Before I let you go, because I do this with all of my guests, I like to roll out the red carpet and allow you to uh, let people know where they can find you and anything exciting you got going on. So the floor is yours, my friend. Um, So, yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Devils Fanatics. Um, So and basically I just post, I see Devils content, news, highlights and stuff like that. I post interviews. Um, I got a bunch of, I, I try to travel a lot to see the devil. So I'm posting a bunch of our arena reviews. I still got so many to post awesome. uh, coming up. And um, soon enough, 
uh me and devils that report um we're starting up a podcast of our own so and we'll definitely I'd have better be a guest on that oh I'd no 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 Neil, Neil, you'll definitely be a, a, a guest 100 percent on one of our first episodes no doubt Sick. about it. you will definitely be on it Sick. so um yeah um so look after that it's coming out in maybe a couple of weeks or two we'll, we'll see um but i mean um that's really it i'm just trying to for like at least a younger generation for devils fans like really because i feel like we look at the devils right like and it seems like all like all our, um, the majority of our fan base has always been like like kind of like older people in a way because like that's true yeah. you get what I, but you get what i'm saying because like yeah. that's like when all the winnings happen but now it's like it's good to see all the young devils fans now really start coming to games now no doubt i'm really trying to like i don't know but you get what i'm saying but i'm just excited yeah. here for the journey and I really appreciate having you on, man. I really appreciate it. I'm, I had such a blast. And I had a blast as well. And again, we really appreciate you coming on. And we will definitely have you on the podcast again down the road. And as always, looking forward to all the awesome content you're putting out. But Justin, again, thank you so much, so much for your time today, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Have a good one. Devils fans, I got to tell you something, honestly. This time of the year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. And the typical ones, especially for me personally, is, you know, going to the gym consistently and doing things like working out four or five times a week, you know, all those unrealistic type of expectations that we all know usually never last very long. I've actually found one, though, that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact in the same way you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycon earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Some of the things that I really love to do using my earbuds is when I do intense workouts at the gym or if I'm just, you know, on the move somewhere. And especially when I'm on the go and I'm relaxing on the train or the bus or everything, just all the features that Raycon gets to give you the most comfortable and also the best type of quality at a very, very reasonable price. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has definitely got you covered. And yet, Raycon start at a half the price of other premium audio. So you don't even have to choose between products. You could get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. And I have multiple. So for me, I have ones that I use at home. I have ones that I use on the go and they all work the same way. And it's tremendous, especially knowing that not only are they premium audio, but I'm paying a lot less for them. And that is great. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now or pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. There's also a handful of really awesome features, and the two that really stand out to me are noise isolation, especially if you're using them to try to study or try to focus on something and you don't really want to be bugged. You know, the noise cancellation is great. I also really love the custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit. You know, you can shake your head around and everything like that and they won't fall out and you don't have to worry about that which is awesome i also love the water and sweat resistant especially like i mentioned before when you're at the gym so 
Honestly, this is all tremendous what, what, what Raycon has to offer. And if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, you go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.